Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Today on the show, I'm speaking with Ron Prasad from Melbourne, Australia, who talks about this incredible inspirational work he's doing with young Aboriginals here. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show and today my special guest is Ron Prasad coming to us from Melbourne. How are you, Ron? Good morning, Nat. Thank you so much for having me. Now, uh, Ron has um, a very inspiring story and there's has some incredible work uh, here in Australia that I want him to talk about with you today. But uh, Ron, first, why don't we just start with your story and your background? Sure, sure. My background is quite intense and quite interesting. I was born in the Fiji Islands and my parents came to Australia, the lucky country, yes. when I was a kid. And um, I did my high school in here, I went to university. And in 2004, I went to London for a year, as most Aussies do, just for a working holiday. Mm -hmm. And I met a girl over there, she was originally from America, she lived in Melbourne for a while and, and she went back. So. Same year, she came back to Melbourne and we had dinner in the city and as I was walking away, she said, Ron, I've got a CD for you. Would you mind listening to it? I said, I'm open to anything. The girl's name, by the way, is Kimiko Miyazawa. So she gave me this CD. I took it home with me. It was a warm night. It was early March, so it was still quite summer. And I got home. I put the CD on, and it was called Attitude by Bob Crocker, your good friend, that's Bob yes. Crocker. <laughs> and I listened to the CD at least seven or eight times while lying in bed. It changed my life. At the time, I had no idea about personal development or self-help. And I woke up in the morning, I called her and she said, look, get on the internet, look up Bob Proctor's work and find out more. So my journey in personal development began. And I started studying Bob Proctor's material. Then I started studying Dr. John D. Martini's material, John Atherah, Norman Vincent Peale, Susan Jeffers, Louise Hay, and the list went on and on and on. And in 2009, the global financial crisis hit. And I used to work as a financial planner, and I lost my job. At the time, one of my friends said to me, she said, you really like personal development. Why don't you start teaching this and do it for a living? And I thought, that's a great idea, but I don't have any formal qualifications. So I did a life coaching certificate search for, which was basically to get me qualified. And then I started doing life coaching and motivational speaking. That was in 2009. 2010, I met a guy, again, I bumped into him, a guy by the name of Warren Henningsen, who is also a good friend of Bob Crocker. And Warren said, mate, why don't you write a book about your whole journey? And at the time, I was doing lots of Aboriginal work. I used to work closely with an elder. We'll take young Aboriginal men in the bush. He would do this spiritual side of things, I would do the motivational, self-image, self-help side of things. And I had learned so much in that journey that I was ready to put out a book. And in 2011, June 7th to be precise, I released my first book. And you know what the best part is now? I met, in 2010 March, I met a great man by the name of Paul Dunn. He's the CEO 
of B1, G1, which stands for buy one, give one, and they work in this unique way called transactional-based giving. In other words, businesses join B1, G1, and you donate per transaction. So every book that I sell donates money, 10% of my royalties, to, a, to an animal charity called Edgar's Mission, which is about one hour north of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. It has been an incredible journey since then. Uh, Ron, that is such an awesome story because I think so many people can relate to it. Like how many of us have, or how many people have actually lost their jobs, especially when it's in something like finance. Um, yes. But you've actually looked at looked at your life and thought, well, what do I feel passionate about? What do I feel good about? And then mm-hmm. actually pursued that. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about the work with your work with Aboriginals because I know that. Uh, in Australia at the moment, and I'm not sure if people around the world are aware of this, but um, you know we have you know a, a literacy problem um, amongst mm-hmm. Aboriginals and a motivational problem here. So, so tell us a little bit about the work that you do with them. Well, the reason why I got involved with Aboriginal people in the first place is because I empathise with them. I know what they're going through, and I know that about a year ago, you and I the first Skype call we had, and you had the same feelings. You said that you empathise with what. Aboriginal people are going through yes. and we need to do more as non-Aboriginal Australians we need to be out there supporting them as much as we can so I was lucky enough to meet an Aboriginal elder who is very who was sorry very well known in Melbourne and unfortunately on 12 December last year he passed away and he was a very passionate man he had been doing Aboriginal empowerment work for over 40 years and when I bumped into him, he said that you and I have got a good connection. He said, you can do all the motivational empowerment, self-image work, and he will do all the spiritual work. Because as you know, that Aboriginal people are very deeply connected with the land. The land is very spiritual to them. Yes. So we bumped into each other, and then the first thing we did, we approached the local Aboriginal court. And for people who are outside of Australia, I'll just give a little explanation. The government here has given Aboriginal people their own court. It's called the Koori Court because it works along Western law and Aboriginal law as well. So, for example, if a young Aboriginal man goes to the Koori Court, he'll have a panel of Aboriginal elders sitting there, and they will give the person who's at court guidance on Aboriginality. So, So, in other words, they will tell the person, Aboriginal people did things this way. Why are you going sideways? So we approached the Aboriginal court and we started working for them and with them. In other words, we'd get young offenders coming to us and we would give them spiritual coaching, motivational coaching, because at the moment, the rate of Aboriginal people in prisons across Australia is very high. And our goal was to basically reduce that number. And it makes sense. It makes financial sense as well. The amount of money the government has to put in to keep these people in the prison is very high. So our goal was to get these people out of prison or stop them from going into prison in the first place and give them a better chance in life. So can I please explain the type of work we were doing? Yes, yeah. Okay. So we would take young men away on a camp, a bush camp. The elder, Uncle Reg Blow, he would do the spiritual work. He would give the Aboriginal men a spirit, spiritual identity, or we, we used to call it a spirit totem. And every time somebody gets a spirit totem, it is your guidance. It is your spiritual guidance which takes you forward and helps you with issues in life. 
and I would do the motivational thing. And the first thing that I did was self-image. That was my biggest point of impact for young Aboriginal men. Because some of them came from a place where they thought, I am Aboriginal, I am this, I am that. My odds of being successful in life are pretty slim. Yeah. So the first thing I worked on them was on their self-image. And I said to them, the way you see yourself is the way the world will see you. And that will have a big impact on your results. So that's the first thing we did. And that we had some major, major success stories. I won't go into all of them. Just give you one example. We had one 17-year-old kid who came to one of our camps. And he was in a pretty bad state at the time. So after our camp, after the elder gave him his birth, told him, brought him how to play the dish we do, I did my motivational self-image work with him. He is now looking at an AFL, which stands for Australian Football League Korea, which is almost the equivalent of the NFL in America. Yes. So even if we made impact on one person, we thought that our work was, it was very, very fulfilling working with Aboriginal people because, as you know, Nat, the gap between Australians like us and non-Aboriginal is very wide at the moment. Yes. So our goal was to reduce that gap, help them in education, help them get something in life which is productive. And then we were able to connect with a TAFE, which stands for Tertiary and Further Education. And we were getting people from our camps going into this TAFE to see if there are any courses which are suitable for them to give them a solid career path. Yeah, that's fantastic. Because that's the thing that's, that's very difficult for Aboriginals here in Australia. They're kind of stuck between the... This, the Aboriginal life and yes. white life. Um, right. and, um, right. and like you said, a lot of them are born with such low, well, we're in environments with such low self-esteem that they think, well, I'm only Aboriginal and I, I can't achieve, you know, a, a, a life different to what's already planned out for me. So, I mean, the work right. that you're doing there, Ron, is amazing. And I know that you've had many success stories. Um, and yes. it's so, so commendable what you're doing there. So tell us a little bit about the book. The book, okay. Yeah. The book is called Welcome to Your Life, yes. Simple Insights for Your Inspiration and Empowerment. It is a very simple book. Now, when I wrote the book, I had in mind that this book could be read by a 50-year-old and it could make sense. And I'll tell you what, Matt, you and I have been in contact before my book launched and it was hard yakka yeah. for people outside Australia. It's been stuff going, okay? Yeah. I used to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and make cold calls to America because my publisher, Keith Leon, of Baby Pie Publishing, he was in America, mm-hmm. and he gave me his contact names, people who were really big in the self-help movement. And he said, call these people up, introduce yourself, and tell them that you would like them to be part of your book launch, just like you and that. Mm-hmm. And 3 o'clock in the morning, I'll wake up, wake up cold calls for two hours until 5 o'clock, go for a run, because I run every single day or five days a week, and then I'd get dressed and go and see my clients. By 3, 4 p.m., I would be so tired. And I remember one day, I said to my publisher, I said, mate, this is hard work. And that, at the time, he made a statement, which I still carry with me until today. He said, if one person, if one person sent you an email saying your book has impacted their life, all this work will be worth it. Wasn't long now. Late last year, I got an email. I've got hundreds of emails from people around the world who've read my book. One person, 72-year-old lady from Florida in America, yeah. she emailed me a very lengthy email saying how much my book has impacted her life. And I just basically sat back in my chair, I looked up, <laughs> took a deep breath, and I said, 
why would you start? Yeah. Even if I do not sell one single copy, my work is done because one person was impacted. In the subtitle of my book, Simple Insights for Your Inspiration and Empowerment, it's very true because I believe everyone has got inspiration and empowerment within them. It's just that sometimes we need a bit of guidance to get them out. Yeah. And that's why I wrote a very simple book which would get people to realize their inner power and apply it in everyday life. And Bob Proctor, he wrote a testimonial for my book, which is on the back cover. I'm very grateful for that. And he summed it up perfectly. He said, after reviewing this book, it's not just a book. It's like a tool kit for designing your life because it's practical. Mm. Sometimes we read books which are all based on theory and they do not give us anything practical to implement in our lives. Bob Proctor said after reading, after previewing my book, he said, this book is very practical. And that was a very, very big compliment. You know, Bob Proctor is my number one hero. I've been yeah. following him for <laughs> almost about nine years now. And that coming from him was a very, very big compliment. And once again, the reason for writing this book was to empower people. And number two was to leave a legacy behind. So even when I'm gone, I'm no longer alive, the book is doing something positive for society. And that's why I put the book through the network B1G1. So even when I die, royalties will still be supporting my charity, which is Edgar's Mission. Yeah, perfect. Ryan, you, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. You, ha you are a massive inspiration. Um, and uh, when I was trying to think of some Australian, because, uh, you know, I'm in Australia at the moment, some Australian guests I could have on the show, you were the number one person that popped up for me. So, <laughs> so thank you. We're, uh, we're actually experiencing a bit of a heat wave at the moment in Australia. So um, we're both here like dying, sweating. Um, but thanks again for your time. Now, Ron, if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do, uh, where can we send them? Just go to my book's website, welcometoyourlifebook.com. Mm -hmm. It's got all the information in there. Or just do a Google search, Ron Prasad, self-help author, and all my contact details will come. Great. Or oh, if you click on the banner to the side, everyone, you can actually go through to Ron's uh, website straight from there. So thanks again, Ron. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, all the very best. Have a safe trip back to America. Thank you once again for coming back to Australia. We appreciate you. We <laughs> love you. And we want you here more often. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, guys, um, make sure that you share this video and the information in it. And you can do that by clicking the, the Twitter and the Facebook buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there. I would love to send you my Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It has masters like Bob Proctor, Joe Vitale, John Asaraf. It's valued at $87 and I'd like to give it to you for free. So make sure you put your email in the box above there to get that. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. Thanks for we'll tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.com.